Section 60 of The Poems of Jonathan Swift, Volume 1, by Jonathan Swift. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Desire and Possession, 1727. Tis strange what different thoughts inspire in men possession and desire. Think what they wish so great a blessing, so disappointed when possessing. A moralist profoundly sage, I know not in what book or page, or whether or a pot of ale, related thus the following tale. Possession and desire, his brother, but still at variance with each other, were seen contending in a race, and kept at first an equal pace. Tis said their course continued long, for this was active, that was strong, till envy, slander, sloth, and doubt misled them many a league about. Seduced by some deceiving light, they take the wrong way for the right. Through slippery by-roads, dark and deep, they often climb and often creep. Desire, the swifter of the two, along the plain like lightning flew, till entering on a broad highway, where power and title scattered lay, he strove to pick up all he found, and by excursions lost his ground. No sooner got than with disdain, he threw them on the ground again, and hasted forward to pursue fresh objects fairer to his view, in hope to spring some nobler game, but all he took was just the same. Too scornful now to stop his pace, he spurned them in his rival's face. Possession kept the beaten road, and gathered all his brother strewed, but overcharged and out of wind, though strong in limbs he lagged behind. Desire had now the goal in sight, it was a tower of monstrous height, where on the summit fortune stands, a crown and sceptre in her hands. Beneath a chasm deep as hell, where many a bold adventurer fell, desire in rapture gazed a while, and saw the treacherous goddess smile. But as he climbed to grasp the crown, she knocked him with the sceptre down. He tumbled in the gulf profound, there doomed to whirl an endless round. Possession's load was grown so great, he sunk beneath the cumbrous weight, and as he now expiring lay, flocks every ominous bird of prey, the raven, vulture, owl, and kite, at once upon his carcass light, and strip his hide and pick his bones, regardless of his dying groans. End of section 60